We've got Pete Lala joining us now, uh, the Australian's chief cricket writer. Pete, great to have you with us. Um, I've just said to Heels, was it the best one-day innings he's ever seen? And he gave me a one-word answer, yes. Oh, perhaps one of the great cricket innings, don't you think? I mean... You kind of go back to we always think about that that because we always heard about it. Dean Jones, <laughs> sensational two hundred mm. in Chennai all those years back here of nineteen ninety six. Um, although Greg Matthews reckons he should have been man of the match and probably had a, had. <laughs> yeah, there's a fair argument yeah, there. Not a bad argument. Yeah. Yeah, that was a difficult wicket to bowl on, um, and an easy one to bat on. Uh, you know, but there was that heroic element to it, very similar to Dino's. You know, putting your life—well, he didn't quite put his life on his line, but I've never seen a bloke in so much trouble. But I reckon, I reckon Matt, that um, I reckon Maxie's kind of redefining what's possible in one-day cricket in yes. this tournament. I mean, coming in in that 39th over in the previous, you know, a, a bit earlier in the tournament and scoring 100 from there, that had never been done. Mm-hmm. And now we have him scoring a, a, a scoring a double 100 from the lower reaches of the batting water when no one but uh, openers have scored double 100s. I and mean, you, you, you shouldn't be able to do that. I, I reckon that this World Cup's actually gone up like, we're seeing a different approach to one-day cricket. I don't know if you agree with me, Heels. I might be getting carried away. No, I do. I, I, I sense that I, myself, I really yeah. like it. I really like it. I think the game's evolved, and it's become a better game, and God knows it needed to. And I, th- I, I think it'll rub off on the women as well. The, the, the women's uh, intent and, and knowledge of what can be achieved will improve now too. So, so that that's really good. Have you have you been over there, Pete, or um, have you been little bits and pieces, or not at all? No, no, no. So I think I'm getting old here. So I just didn't have another trip left in India. Yeah, right I had a couple of months in India, and then I'd had three months in Europe, and uh, it was time to stay home with the dog and the wife and the kids and uh, eat some veggie mushrooms. Yeah, you're, you're soft, <laughs> you're soft, mate. What? what? <laughs> yeah. hey, You've just broken the Meg Landing story, though. I, I, I hear. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, that's a big day for Australian cricket. It's not not exactly a surprise, but a very, very significant moment. Meg Lanning, the Australian women's captain and has been Australian women's captain since 2014, uh, is standing down. She does, like like me, she doesn't have enough to her left. Yeah. She, uh, I don't think she fancies the idea of going to India. They've got a test match and... Um, a trio of one days and T20s in India next month in January. Um, incredible career. Um, one of the most successful female uh, cricketers ever. Um, um, led Australia during an incredibly successful period. I think there's seven World Cups in there, guys. Um, she's you know leading a one-day um, century scorer in women's cricket. Um, I think I just. 80, uh, 80% success rate when Meg Lennon is captain. They win 80% of their games. Yeah, yeah. it was phenomenal. So I, I see 182 a skipper. I mean, that puts her, you know, in the absolute pantheon alone, doesn't it? It does, yeah. And, you know, a real no-nonsense cricketer. You, know, you always felt... You always felt um, Australia was safe when Meg Granning was at the wicket. I loved the way she batted. So short, so buttoned down, um, an elegant batter. But interesting leader too. Um, I, I, yeah, sort of almost in the, you know, borrowed a bit from AB, a little bit from Targa. She's very understated. 
Um, she, there's no big show about Meg Glanning. She just gets on with the job, keeps her eyes down, doesn't have a lot to say. Um, you know, if you look at that team, um, there's other much more high-profile people in it, but uh, there, there is no better cricketer in that team in the past 10, 14 years than Meg Glanning. Yeah. How did it come about that you broke it, Pete? <laughs> ah. Come on. Yes, okay. You can't ask okay, well, those you questions. You're in the stand. You've got to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I roll over. The phone's ringing. I roll over. I don't even know who's talking. But <laughs> bloke with a gravelly voice said, Big <laughs> 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 Glanning might be standing down this morning. You might want to look into that. You know? <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, listen, can we go back just a, a quick one? We've got a, a listener here, Paul from Wynnum. Uh, morning, boys. I agree it was a fantastic innings. However, I just hope we aren't ignoring the fact that we lost seven wickets for less than 100 against Afghanistan. We do the same against any of the current top five, and we are a goner. And naturally, we all know now that we have a semi-final against South Africa to play. <laughs> um, yep, sure. I, I respect those anxieties, and but uh, <laughs> laugh a little bit. I mean, coming into this game, I've been arguing with another senior cricket right around here who's just saying, oh, they, they get all their runs at the top. I said, well, if you get all the runs at the top, you don't have to get them at the back end, do you? Uh, but in this situation, they have got them at the back end, and they've got, you know, I, I like what I'm seeing from that team. You know, David Warner is in the form of his career, isn't he? I mean, uh, he, he's just had an outstanding World Cup. Yes. Um, we, know what head, we know what Head's capable of, um, but a battle like that, you know, it's not always going to come off. Um, Smith and Labuschagne haven't really produced, and I'm, it'll be interesting to see if both of them are playing in the final, but we know the potential is there. Um, that that they'll come off one day. I, I've I've loved the way the Aussies have gone about this World Cup, and I th- I tell you what, I'm quietly impressed by um, Pat Cummins' captaincy. Right, because he's had to get things right, had to win games, and I think he's made some good calls. He gets a lot of criticism for his captaincy, but particularly in the second last game, I thought he he sh- he just got it right. But some nights you do, don't you? Yeah, I'm I'm a little concerned about their bowling, but I, I'm hoping that mm. they're gearing up a bit like they geared up for that final against uh, New Zealand in 2015. Um, they're yeah. gearing up for a semi-final assault. Those those quicks are going to be a bit quicker than they've been, I reckon. But I'd like to take you back to Maxwell, uh, Pete. Mm. Do you reckon Australia has nurtured his talents well enough? Because I'll take you back, you know, that ranchy 100 he made in 2017 was a beauty, but he never produced that again. Really, didn't really get the opportunity, did mm. he? And that's been, you know, that it's, it's a really good question, Hill. So, I mean, let's remember that we're we're celebrating, you know, the triumph of Maxi at the age of 35. Yep. And he's gone yeah. through periods not that long ago where, uh, where he couldn't even make the one-day team. I remember... I remember Rod Marsh saying so that, you know, he's averaged 10 the last 10 innings. He's no good. He's out. And I remember um, Buff dropping in a year later too. Um, it's always been uh, – this has been his frustration has it, that, that he's a one-day player and he's never got the and, – and, and in a way that's limited his exposure to red ball cricket. Um, and could they have gone with him? I mean, I'll <laughs> – he should have played more games in India, in my opinion. Absolutely. Mm. Um, I don't. I don't know that you you would have got this this sort of form out of Maxi ten years ago. I think Maxi had to, was always going to be slow to this place. Yeah. But we've always known that we've always known the genius is there. It's a sort of an eccentric genius, and as I said, I think 
we've seen more of the eccentric than the genius. I even remember Smithy saying when he was captain, you know, maybe a bit less funky. I'd love, I'd love, you know, you love Australian cricket when it can have an X factor like Ben Maxwell in it. And I'd love to see that in test match cricket going forward. I've got to say that um, being in England and watching baseball for all the criticism of it and stuff, I was impressed by the way they went about cricket, you know, bringing that sort of excitement to the batting innings and that sort of X factor approach. (sighs) Yeah, yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll never know, will we? What would have happened? No, but I'm with you. I mean, someone like that in the test team, yeah, I I just think it brings that extra little point of exhilaration. Hey, Peter, sadly, we've run out of time, as usual. Really appreciate your time and your insights. They're fantastic. Thank you, Pete. Enjoy enjoy the day, fellas. Yeah.